Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today I am talking to you about three ways that you hinder your spiritual growth. I'm going to get straight into it. Um, I'm going to start with one that we do a lot of podcasts on, so I'm not going to stay here too long. But number one, and these are in no particular order, but number one, for sure, this will hinder your your spiritual growth is the wrong relationships and friendships. Um, I'm Yeah, I'm not going to spend too much time here, but if somebody is talking about people 24 hours a day, they are a gossip. If they are a uh, bad influence on you, like they are always pulling you down, pulling you to the way of the world, um, I would not spend a lot of time around them. I wouldn't invest in that friendship too much. Um, if anything, they're going to end up pulling you down rather than you pulling them up um, unless they're, you know, really, you know, just barely saved and, and you're discipling them. But if this is somebody that you consider one of your closest friends, I would say, you know, reevaluate that friendship and don't let that that be something that hinders your spiritual growth with God. Um, you know, if somebody is constantly bringing you down to their level and they're like, come on, you know, we used to always do this. You know, this is how we, you know, this is what we used to do in high school. What's wrong with you? And they're always, they're always trying to pull you back to the place where you used to be spiritually. Um, that is a friendship that you definitely need to cut off. You know, if you aspire to be a minister, your friends are not going to be drug dealers. Your friends are going to be ministers. So, um, you know, what you hang around, you're the sum total of your, you know, your five closest friends. So look at your life, look at who you have considered to be your closest friends and the people who have a voice into your life. And, and that's where you're going to, that's what you're going to see in your own life. That's the fruit that you're going to see. So surround yourself with friends and with people that are going to tell you the truth that are going to um, iron sharpen iron kind of friendships that are going to take you to the next level rather than pulling you back to where you used to be. So wrong friendships, wrong relationships, obviously a wrong relationship, a relationship where you're in sin with a person, obviously that's going to take you out of the will of God. That's going to completely, um, you're going to be back backsliding. You're going to not be growing spiritually in the least bit. So any kind of relationship, um, you know, maybe you're holding on to a relationship because on the outside, people think it's one thing. And really on the inside, um, if you were truly honest, there, there's a lot of things that aren't right there. Um, I would also suggest to you, you know, quickly as you can get out of that relationship it, it, you, you need to be growing spiritually and not stagnant and not going backwards. So wrong relationships. Number two, wrong inputs or wrong, you know, things that you're feeding into your life. So this is something I feel very strongly on, and this is probably where I'll take the most time, but wrong inputs. You know, I, I've seen this time and time again, when people, when people are, they don't want to give up on a certain thing. Like they're not willing to give something over to God. It will always, that's the kind of person that will always go around the mountain time after time after time. And they'll wonder, man, why can't I grow? Or why can't I seem to get, you know, um, why am I not like that person who's excelling in the things of God? Well, it's something small. Maybe it seems small, but it's going to hold you back. The devil has a little foothold in your life in this area. And um, I know that I get a lot of, 
whatever, you know, negative reactions when I go here, but uh, this is where I'm going. But if you make secular music a part of your life and a part of your identity, and it's just who you are and it's how you grew up and you just love this band and you just have to go to this concert and that's part of who you are and you make that, that such a priority in your life and you're not willing to give that up, I'm sorry to tell you, but it's it's going to hinder your spiritual growth. You're not going to go you're, you're just not going to get past a certain point. So let the little things just, just, just let them go like frozen. Just let it go. Don't, don't make your life hinged on one band or one TV show that's full of garbage or one thing, you know, when something is hindering you spiritually because it has a hold of you. And the thing is, the thing is, is that the flesh is hungry. The flesh is always hungry. And the more you feed it, the more hungry it gets. So um, it can't be satisfied. The flesh is never satisfied. So, um, you know, I've seen this time and time again, when people make something part of their identity, part of their life, and it's not a godly input, it's just something that they feel like, this is just who I am. You know, this is my culture. This is my this, and this is my that. Um, it's always going to hinder you spiritually across the board. I don't care who you are. It's going to hinder you spiritually. So the Bible says this on, on this subject, and this is where um, this is where the buck stops with this, basically. So Romans 8 and verse 7 says, The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. So when you're carnally minded, the Bible says you can't submit to God. So this is why it's so important that your mind is not full of all this music and all these TV shows and all this stuff that you think is so important. No, it's making your mind carnal, which means you can't even, you, the Bible says you cannot submit to God. You can't. So you can't have both. And uh, Romans 8 verse 6, and this is, this is one verse before that, it says, for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So if you find yourself that you wake up with anxiety, you wake up anxious, or you can't sleep at night, or you are constantly thinking someone's talking about you, or you're constantly um, you know, upset about something or somebody, or you have this, it's because you are carnally minded. You do not have peace because you are in your flesh. <laughs> you're like 98% in your flesh and like 2% in the spirit on a Sunday morning during like the, the one worship song. You are not in the spirit. Um, maybe you see glimpses of that where you have peace, you know, sometimes, but you can live in complete peace. You can live in the spirit. You can live in, in, in what the life that God has for you. But if you keep these carnal things in your life, you're always going to have what goes along with that, which, you know, the Bible says it really, really, um, it just puts it really plain. The, the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God for it to be carnally minded is death. So I don't want to walk around. I don't want to live a life where everything is, um, everything is the glass half empty. Everything is negative. Uh, everything's going wrong. The sky is falling. I want to live a life of peace in God because that's my portion. That's what I have. That's what Jesus paid for me. So I'm going to walk in peace. So that 
the, the, one of the main things is that I have to be spiritually minded. And in Colossians, it talks about setting your mind on, on the things of heaven, on the things above. So getting scriptures inside of you, getting meditating on the scripture rather than meditating on the problem of the day or meditating on the media of the day or you know whatever's coming out and that you're hearing about. Meditate on what the word of God says. You know, I'd rather you take five minutes and meditate on a scripture, then take 30 minutes and just read, you know, read the word and and not get anything from it. Rather take five minutes and meditate on a scripture and get something in your spirit. Um, I'm not saying that that's what you have to do to, you know, exact timeframes and and everything like that. I'm just saying getting the word in your spirit is going to make you grow spiritually. So you, it's not just the amount of time you clock in when you read your Bible or the amount of time you clock in when you pray. Um, having a real heartfelt prayer, having a real heartfelt um, time with the Lord, um, you can't put a time limit and you can't put, a, a, you know, y- you just have to be led by the Spirit with that. So number two was wrong inputs. Number three is wrong identity. Um, so I've been reading in Colossians and um, this is where I took this scripture. It's, it's Colossians 3, 10 and verse 11. It says, starting in, the, in verse 10, it says, For you have acquired new creation life, which is continually being renewed into the likeness of the one who created you, giving you the full revelation of God. In this new creation life, your nationality makes no difference or your ethnicity, education, or economic status. They matter nothing. For it is Christ that means everything as he lives in every one of us. So once you are saved, your culture and your customs and who you are is kingdom. It's not about who you used to be. It's not about how you grew up. It's not about your nationality. You know, we can always make the excuses. Well, this is just the kind of, you know, this is just who I am. You know, this is how I grew up. This is my culture. No, the Bible says there's none of that when you're in Christ. You're kingdom culture now. You're not who you used to be. You're not, oh, I, well, I have a temper because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Irish or, you know, <laughs> I just, I like to fight a lot because, you know, I'm Italian, whatever. You, you don't have the right to use that as an excuse because, you know, there's, there's always going to be something like that. But God is saying, you are not of that culture anymore. You are not of that, uh, that past life. You are not any of that. You are of the kingdom. Now you are, you are a son and a daughter of God. You're a child of God. So your culture is now kingdom culture, which is a much better life. You know, you can live a life free of stress, free of, of fighting, free of strife. There's actually, a, that's actually what's, what's given to us as believers. We can actually live that life where we're not, we're not striving after something and life isn't this, you know, this up and down roller coaster. And, and, you know, yes, there are challenges. Yes, there are things that the devil is going to throw our way, but it's the way that you respond to that. And this is why it's so important that you grow spiritually because the spiritual immature person, the spiritually immature person does not know how to handle when life, you know, when things go wrong in their life, when there are storms, the spiritually immature person runs, you know, runs in, in, in circles, in fear, like a chicken with their head cut off. That's what the spiritually immature person does. But the spiritually mature person knows, you know, you know what? I see the evil report. I see that this looks bad. I see that, you know, there's, there's, there's something, maybe a fact 
you know, is, is wrong. I mean, a fact is, is something that's not good, but the truth is that the word of God says differently about my situation, says differently about this storm, says differently. So I'm not going to focus on what the facts are. I'm going to focus in on what the truth is, and I'm going to walk out with the favor of God on my side. I'm going to walk out of this problem with the healing power of God. I'm going to walk out of this problem with a miracle because that's what God that's what God gives to his children. The Bible says healing is the children's bread. So if you have a situation in your life that's like a physical illness, as spirit, you know, you, you, when your spirit gets full of the word of God, man, you, you quickly attack that with the word. No, I'm not having this. Healing is the children's bread. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go ahead and claim my healing right now. And I'm going to receive my healing right now. I'm not going to wait for tomorrow. I'm not waiting for God to do something for me. I'm claiming what's already been done for me. And that's why a spiritual mature, spiritually mature person is going to always come out on top, is going to always lead others and is going to have a life of peace. So you know, you see a lot of people right now that are living in fear, that are like, it's almost like they're, they're wallowing in the fear and just loving the fear and everything's wrong. And, you know, the, the problem is, is that sometimes people just love fear. They love the drama of it. It gives them some kind of uh, high, I, I don't understand it, but that's, that's how some people live. They like to be panicked and they liked to be freaked out. And they were excited when they heard that there could be a lockdown and we would all have to buy more toilet paper and groceries. <laughs> and it really gave them like some kind of high, but that that's the carnally minded person. The spiritually minded person says, you know what? I see all of this going on. I see what's happening in the world right now, but I could care less because I see what the word of God says and that's the truth. And so I'm not freaking out about anything. I'm not drawing crazy conclusions um, as to why this is going on or that's going on. I live with peace. I live in Christ and my life is, is only getting better and better and better and better. And people think that that sounds crazy when they're carnally minded, but no, life life gets better and better and better for the one that chooses to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. So that was three ways that your spiritual growth be hindered. I believe that if you're somebody listening to this podcast, that your spiritual growth is only going to start growing and you're going to be going higher and higher in the things of God. Share this with somebody who it would help and benefit. We love you so much and we'll see you soon. 